This is the Perfectly Mentored Podcast with your host, Jason Portnoy. Hey, everyone. All right, welcome to the Ask Jason show where we go live every week answering your questions around business and marketing or anything else you would like to ask Jason. Those of you who don't know Jason, he is the founder of Jport Media an online ad agency, which helps scale our clients to seven figures and beyond. And he's also created the market domination method and teaches it in his private coaching program, Market Domination Coaching, which if you're interested in joining, you can head over to marketdominationcoaching.com and book a free game plan call. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. All right, our first question. How many traffic sources should I start with for my new business? And that's just from Kareem. So we have to differentiate between travel, traffic sources and traffic channels. If you're starting your business and you're starting from scratch, focus on one traffic source, right? That, that You want to start with one traffic source first. And now, so what's the difference between a traffic source and a traffic channel? A lot of people make this mistake. They think, hey, I'm on Facebook, I'm on TikTok, I'm on Google, I got three traffic sources. No, you have one traffic source, and that's paid. Paid media is a traffic source. Every channel that falls into that are just different channels, but they're part of paid media. So if you are going to do that, then you could have multiple channels when you're starting off. You could be on TikTok, you could be on Facebook, but I still recommend having one channel, but definitely one one source, one traffic source to start off with, because otherwise you're going to spread yourself way too thin. Other sources that you could possibly start off with if you don't want to go all in on paid media is organic. Can you grow your following organically? Partnerships and joint ventures, which we talk a lot about on, it seems to be a common thread on how to grow a business or a common theme on these episodes. But yeah, so I would definitely starting off, go with one, one offer, one traffic source, and Learn from that, iterate, optimize, and repeat. Awesome. Okay. Okay, our next question is from Jamie, or maybe Jenny. Trying to figure out the right decision for my marketing, but there's so many options. Where do I begin? By beginning. That, it's, not, it's actually not even just a marketing question. That, that's the answer for every business question you have right? How do I make the right decision in this? How do I make the right decision? What's the right move? Most often businesses don't succeed or they don't grow because owners are paralyzed by that one question. They don't want to make a mistake. They don't want to fail at something. It just paralyzes them because they want to make sure that everything they do is perfect and everything that they do is yields results and gets them to the destination faster or with, without any mistakes, but that's not how things work. But even in what we do from an agency side of things, a lot of what we do is testing. We test because no one's perfect and we have to know what works and we have to be able to go. There's a, an amazing quote that one of my mentors, a guy named Taylor Welch, who said it perfectly. And he said, don't put your confidence in the ability to make the right decision, but put it in the ability to correct the wrong decision quickly. And I think that type of response and that type of attitude is really what business owners really need to focus on is just make decisions qu quick. Like just start doing and then put your confidence, put all the 
attention on correcting wrong decisions quickly. Because if you put your attention on making right decisions, you're never going to make any. Okay. Okay. This one's from Kate. Single mom trying to grow my business, but the more I try to grow it, the more I have to stop because it interferes with family. How do you balance? We have someone in the coaching program that, that kind of was going through something similar. They were making good money. And then we were talking about scaling, but everything that she talked about when it came to scaling meant that she'd have to take time away from being a mom and want to do all those things. I think we need to redefine what success looks like. I think we need to redefine a lot of questions, a lot of our perspective around that. The ability to make money and be there for your kids and be present and be a mom and do all that. That's success. You're, there, there's no balance, right? That it's what you want. Now, if you want to sit there and say, I want to be a billionaire and I want to scale to 20 billion, guess what? You're going to have to sacrifice some of those things. But I think you just have to have a new perspective and question what the success really looks like to you. Because, and a lot of this comes to visualizing what the end result is. Not many business owners do that is they really don't take the time to focus on what is going to be the end result. What do I want my life to look like? I'm building this business, but what for? What do I want my life to look like? How old am I? What do I, how old are my kids? What are we doing? How much money do I have? How many clients do I have? How many customers do I have? What am I doing on a day-to-day -day basis? They don't define what their perfect life looks like, and in which case then they start working. There's They're always going to be in conflict because they don't really know what destination they're going to. So the fact that you could be an amazing mom and present in your kids' lives and make money, game over. For me, success is being able to be there for my family and friends and be full, and especially for my kids to be fully present there. Like everything else is secondary. Like everything's second place when it comes to that. And Megan, that's true because we're in the process right now of constructing my entire schedule and the business to be able to live that that motto to live that that thesis so yeah so i i don't think you have to balance i think you just have to have a new perspective on what success is and realize that you're actually doing a really good job awesome okay okay once you start scaling and expand beyond one channel or campaign and you want to measure efficiency what is the main roi metric that you focus on grow as and this question is from christian if you're scaling into multi-channel so i guess we're assuming paid media this goes back to the question on paid media probably if you're scaling on multi on multi-channel you want to focus on mer and that's your marketing efficiency ratio how much money are of your revenue are you spending into marketing roi or roas for example is a hard thing to measure just because of all the tracking and attribution issues, especially cross multi-channel. So MER is like that blended ROAS type of look to it, which is a good North Star, but it may not be the North Star for your business, right? You may be in, may have a business where you want to spend more to acquire customers and you can monetize them on the back end. I think it really depends on what your goal is for your business, what your business is looking to achieve. There's no single metric that's like, the end all be all for every single business. I think if I look, if I had to choose one, it would probably be MER and probably be like my cost per acquisition. What am I willing to pay to acquire a customer? And I'd factor in everything else in that, right? Like what's, what are they worth on the back end? What are they worth there? But cost per, especially new acquisition, what am I willing to pay? Okay. Okay. Next question. All right. What's the most important metric as a business owner? that I should be looking at revenue, profit, retention, 
This question is from... This is like the similar question to the one just before, but every business is different. How about you focus on, let's look at, what was it? It was a genie, the question before. And we look at that and be like, amount of time you get to spend with your family. That's an interesting metric. That's a metric <laughs> that you don't see on any dashboard that no one ever talks about. Right. Your happiness level, your ability to take one week off a month. 30 weeks off, 30, 30 days off a year. 30 weeks would be pretty insane. <laughs> 30 days off a year or three days off a month. And how many memories did you create with your family? How many outings did you have with your friends? How many, how many times were you able to spontaneously take your wife or husband or whatever it is out on a date? So those aren't business metrics, but those are metrics that your business should be giving you. So I like, it. I know I'm not giving you the real answer because, and I went off on that way of looking at things for a reason, because there is, like I said, on the previous question, there's no single North star, right? You could say profitability. If your goal is just to acquire customers as much as possible, and you don't care about profitability and you're heavily funded and your investors don't care, then profitability is not the metric for you. So again, there's no, there's no one metric that every business owner should look at for the last year and a half, our metric internally for the business was cash flow. Like how much cash flow are we increasing? That's number one. I wasn't even looking at revenue because there are some months revenue was down, but cash flow was kept increasing. That's profitability. That's running a tight ship and correcting some wrongs in there. So not everything needs to be related. It, so it, it depends. And now we're probably going to shift out of cash flow to acquisition. Right. And start looking at more revenue related numbers, especially as we go heavy on and really start promote and really start pushing the program a lot more and the consulting side of the business and the agency. Then we start focusing into that. But for me, it was freedom of money. Then became, I talked about this is like my whole like reason for the market domination method is freedom of money, freedom of time and freedom of mind. Those are the three freedoms. You can have that as a business owner, your gravy. So freedom of money comes when you have the cash flow, when you're able to, when you're able to bank enough money where you could buy your time now. So now you have time. So that becomes systems that becomes hiring a growth team that becomes hiring an assistant that becomes buying time back for yourself. That can only come when you have money. And then when you have that, you start working on freedom of mind. How present am I in my kids' lives? How much time do I spend being anxious about the business versus having the business be looked at as an asset? How do I spend time critical thinking? How do I get alone time? for myself to just think about how to move the needle forward in the business. So those become important metrics for me, but from a business side of things, I mean, I, I think you just have to, again, goes, it's funny because all these questions today intertwine that mm -hmm. go back and have perspective on what the success look like for you from a business side of things and not what every guru says it is or what every internet marketer says is how do you increase your revenue by 400% in the next 30 days? That may not be what you want. You increase your revenue by 400% in the next 30 days. How are you going to handle that cash flow? What are you going to do with it? What systems are going to break by doing that? So those are things that aren't talked about. So th those are looked at as good problems, but they're problems and they're going to break your business and probably bankrupt you. And how much are you going to spend to have that increase of 400%? So like, everything has to be perspective and everything starts internally on how you view success and what you want it to be. This is my definition of success, right? Everything I've talked about is my definition. Now you're either going to align with that or you're not. And if you don't, that's great. That's fine. You have your channel. I'm very 
or you have your definition. I'm very clear on what I believe success should be. And that answer changed from a year ago, two years ago, even it's changed, but that's the way I operate now. Okay. Okay. All right. I guess it's time for my question of the week. I like it. Um, last week was good. I don't know if you can you top last week's. Last week was really good. Uh, this one might be a little more simple. All right. Okay. Simple. Uh, okay. Which platform do you think is the most difficult to advertise on right now? Hey, like equally difficult and equally easy. Um, okay. They all just require different nuances and different twists. So again, it's a perspective question. I can't answer it because I don't know what success looks like to you from an advertising standpoint. If you're like, which, ad which platform do I have the best chance at getting in front of more people and making money? I could answer that question. Okay. But from a difficult side of things, if you don't have an offer, they're all difficult. There are, if, you don't have, if you can't dial in an offer, they're all going to be difficult. Anytime my ads don't work, I know 100% my offer. Okay. If you don't have amazing creative, TikTok's going to be a problem. If you, don't, if you can't produce really good TikTok videos, TikTok's going to be a problem. If, it, it, they're all equally difficult. But if you're like talking about what can any person pick up and just start running with right away the easiest, they all have some sort of easy button which I don't recommend, but even Google, like you said, Google ads, they have their easy button where it's click this and they'll start leading you into advertising. And even mm -hmm. Facebook, you could boost your post with, with just a click of a button. They all have equal levels of, of easiness, which they want, right? Because they, they want regular people who don't understand paid media to go in and just right. start spending money because that's how they make money. It usually leads to a loss of money. But yeah, it's a good question. But, but the answer really is they all have their nuances. Okay. Okay. All right, let's see. Display tabula, which is like display, like tabula. Maybe that becomes technically a lot harder to advertise on. But yeah, sticking with the big core ones. Yeah. They, there's just nuances. Okay. That was not what I was expecting. <laughs> what were you expecting? I thought maybe you would say maybe Facebook was the most difficult right now. But I like your oh. answer, though. Again, it goes by, by diff difficult to track attributions, getting better a little bit. Yeah. If you're in e-commerce, you have different levels of difficultness or difficulty. Difficultness is not a word. <laughs> then if you're in info marketing is really all about the offer, the copy, everything really depends on that. And then, yeah. And then if you're in, if you're in whatchamacallit, if you're in e-commerce, the product has to be the hero. You have a winning offer. They're all pretty easy. Okay. Awesome. Okay. All right. That looks like that's all of our questions right now. Cool. All right. Okay. Have a great weekend, everyone. If you have any questions, feel free to put them in. Megan, thank you as always. Thanks for showing up as a robot today. Hopefully our camera is back to working next. Way to, way to ruin the YouTube video <laughs> when we release YouTube. It's going to look really weird. Maybe we'll Photoshop just your face over that circle there. Be perfect. Get that. All right, everyone, have a great weekend. We'll be back next week. See you all then. Okay, bye. Hey, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for your attention. And if you made it this far, you're clearly someone who wants to take their business to the next level. And I understand that being an entrepreneur, it's a lonely place. It could be a lonely journey, which is 
why being part of a thriving community of like-minded people is just super important, as is the ability to instantly get answers to the questions you have in order to scale and grow your business. It's why I launched the Market Domination Coaching Group, and it's we are open for invitations right now to join. So to request an invitation and book a free diagnostic consultation, let's call it a game plan call, head on over to marketdominationcoaching.com. It's where I will jump on a call with you and show you at least three ways you could possibly grow your business. Whether we work together or not, we'll still do this. Uh, it's going to be the best business decision you'll make uh, today. Uh, so speak soon. Head on over to marketdominationcoaching.com. Book your free game plan call and I'll speak to you soon. 